Welcome back to the Lockdown Cowboys Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also check him out on the Best Coast Boys Podcast. Landon, what is going on, sir? Not much. We are trying to uh, get closer and closer to entering the playoffs uh, over the dead, walked-over bodies of the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Sure. Uh, we are one day closer to hopefully that happening. Uh, and if that doesn't happen, I have a feeling that we will be sorting through the ashes of the burnt-down Cowboys Nation Twitter uh, and seeing how everyone deals with uh, the fiasco that has been this season. It's crazy how all, the whole season hinges on this one non non-playoff game right like the, the, yeah the it, feel for it i mean even the the best the upside is not great but still it's like the the reactions can are going to be quite you know a wide variety depending on how this game goes and it's funny that i mean it's not funny but I, the way that the season turned out it seemed pretty early on that we had a good feel that this was probably going to be the only game that really matters i remember tony romo doing one of the cowboys games earlier in the season and he said you know, if I had to bet my life, that Week 16 game is going to decide the division, and that's that's where we're at right now. Uh, but it is weird that it's basically this monster playoff or play-in game uh, for the Cowboys, and for some reason, it doesn't have the same hype around it that it should. Do you feel that way, Landon? Like, are you as gassed up about this game as uh, maybe you should be? Well, I mean, again, like, I, I think... It's so funny how each year the the season teaches us, hey, a lot of the same stuff that always happens is going to happen, but in a way that you totally don't expect. And I think right. that's and I think that's what's happening here is that you know you and I and everybody kind of pointed to this game into the season. Philadelphia game is an important game. I, I think that that's you know th- that was predictive, that was correct. But I think that if you had been told that, hey. Both of these teams are struggling to keep their heads above 500, uh, and really, it's uh, a play in and your in and your in, you know, win and your end sort of game. But there's not much hope for either team, even if they win. I, I mean, I, I think I would have been very surprised, you know, because yeah, I, I mean, you have a, a not a huge portion, but some portions of both fan bases. They're not going to be upset if they lose this game because they don't feel like they can do any damage in the playoffs, anyways. And they feel like they would rather have the better draft pick. I mean, it's it's crazy to think that way, but there's a lot of people that do. Yeah, it's 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 a weird game coming up. Uh, we need to talk about some news and notes today, Landon. Uh, we got to start with the Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott, who injured his shoulder uh, in the team's second drive against the Rams. Uh, Clay Matthews kind of landed on it awkwardly uh, on an eight-yard run. Um, Prescott was able to finish that game. He hasn't practiced over the last couple of days. Uh, a couple of different people have said that the, it's an AC joint injury. It's more sore than anything. Um, we both expect Prescott to play in this game. But how much do you think this is going to limit him on Sunday? I don't know. I mean, it's it's tough to know. I, I, I think you know, there's been kind of all – sort of reports, you know, from uh, uh, it's nothing, rub some dirt on it, to he wasn't wanting to throw uh, uh, RPOs, you know, in, in mm-hmm. the end of the game. He's, he's, give, he's telling him to give. And I think, you know, that, that could also be that, – that, that, that could also be taken out of context to mean more than it does. I mean, that was late in the game. They wanted to run the ball anyways. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know that that 
I, I think that there's a lot of this that could be very precautionary. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. very, well, because it's the throwing shoulder of the quarterback, we're going over the top uh, uh, careful with this. I, I have a feeling that if it's about, you know, inflammation and keeping that down and kind of uh, just making it comfortable so he can throw, um, I, I think that I think that, that likely that this, you know, th- this kind of path of getting him ready for the game uh you know, does indicate that as well. You know, I think it's, I think it's, it's, it's. They're gonna give him, you know, shots, things to get the bring down the inflammation, give him rest so he doesn't irritate it. Uh, but then hopefully by the time he gets to the game, uh, you know, maybe he uh, takes a little bit of a, a time to kind of get used to the pain. You know, because there probably will be a little bit of discomfort involved. Yeah. But I think you know, likely once, uh, once you know, adrenaline kicks in, he'll probably be back to normal throwing the football. And the Cowboys know, too, that we've got a lot of time till Sunday, and there's no reason to overwork him in practice and continue to build up some of that inflammation. Yeah, They're going to be cautious. They're probably not going to let him throw until, what, Saturday, I'm guessing? Maybe Saturday is the first time they're going to test his arm to see you know, what's the, the functionality of it. Um, but my guess is we're it's going to be okay. They may limit some of the things they do. Maybe they run a little bit more frequently than um, – you know, than they normally do. Uh, but, I, you know, again, they beat Philadelphia by running the ball a lot last time. So I don't think they're necessarily going to have a problem that they take the ball out of Prescott's hands a little bit more uh, than usual. Um, just really quickly, I think we do have to discuss this, Landon. If Prescott, for whatever reason, you know, we see in the first quarter that he just doesn't have it. There's just not enough juice on the ball. He can't grip it or anything like that. At what point do you turn to Cooper Rush to ask him to save your season? Uh, I mean, it, it, I would be really surprised if that happened. In I, any I, circumstance. Yeah, I, I, I mean. Like, what I, would you need to see to, to turn to Cooper Rush in this game? I just don't think he's that hurt. Like, I, I, I think he would need to be – it would need to be more of a – Man, we're really concerned about him. He's like, we gotta, like, it's a game day decision. Uh, we gotta go out there and see if he can physically do it. I don't know that it's, I could be wrong, but it, it, just based on what it, the injury is and what we've seen, I don't know that it's the kind of can he physically do it type of injury. I right, think so it's, what, it's more of, say, hey, what, he's injured. Can he play through the pain of doing what he has to do? Okay, so let me say, like, performance-wise. Let's say we get out there on Sunday afternoon. And I mean, it would have to be obvious. It would have to be, like, uh, the ball's fluttering out of his hand. He can't throw that's a straight what I mean, pass. Right. Like, like, it would have to, be, have to be one of these things where he can't throw the ball further than five yards, and even if it does, it looks like a lollipop out there. Yeah, I mean, I think that's – yeah. I, I think it would have to be like that. Like, it would have to be – he can't function as a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it very, very, very intense. Like I, I, I can't, otherwise I can't, I can't imagine uh, um, them putting Cooper cup out there. Uh, you know, if Dak can still move around, if he can still get the ball relatively accurately within five to six yards, I likely think that he'll be in the game. Okay. I, and I agree with that. I, I, it would, it would be a shock to me to see Garrett pulled Prescott at any point. If, even if Prescott's struggling, I just think they're gonna they're gonna want Prescott out there to get them in the right calls, 
to get them in the right run fits, and he because can still use his legs. Even if he struggles, run. even if he struggles, like you got to give him some time because that may happen. You got to give him some time to get comfortable with what he's actually doing. Because part of yeah, it, he's got to warm up. Yeah, too, yeah, I mean, like you, you need to give him a little bit of leeway here because he is dealing with an injury, so it may just be a a matter of time of him getting comfortable with 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 the the pain the type of pain that he's experiencing when he's throwing the ball and then letting adrenaline kick in to kind of overcome that i agree uh let's take a quick break we're going to come back and talk about the pro bowl all right landon the pro bowl rosters were announced on tuesday evening uh and the cowboys had four selections uh left tackle tyron smith center <sighs> most Travis deserving and least zach martin um, at right guard and ezekiel hmm. elliott at running back uh let's you know, first start tough. with those I, I, I think um, of those four, which one's the most uh, I would deserving? Say which one maybe shouldn't have made Frederick, the Frederick, to me, has not had a Pro Bowl season start to finish because he's still been I kind of agree. working yeah. himself. But then again, I would also say that he deserves it probably more than those guys because of where he had to cut, start. You know, like the amount of actual work as far as deserve, you know, like he, he, he's been working incredibly hard to kind of get back to where he was. So it's hard for me to kind of put him in that category. But as far as like... If we're watching game tape from week one till now, Frederick probably has the worst, uh, the, the the most bad moments in, in those, you know, especially early on in the season. So basically, if you're grading these four players out, you would probably grade Frederick the lowest. Out of their own positions, yes. Just because, yes. Yeah, like I yes, said. I would agree. He's been playing fantastic these last few weeks. But but I, I think that. The weeks pr- prior to that, we saw moments where he just he hadn't been himself yet, and I think he's definitely getting closer and closer to that now. Um, and I think I would agree. Last week was especially a good step. Um, now, what about most deserving? Because that's a little more tricky, I think. Yeah. Um. Pro- to me, it has to Zach, be Zach Martin. Martin yeah. I was gonna say he's been the most consistent of the four from week to week. I, I think Tyron's been really good this year. I know some people have been critical of Tyron and some of his play, especially the NFL officiating. So. Uh, for some reason for some reason, they like to pick on him. I, I don't know why. Um, but it feels like Zach has been basically the same player uh, this year as he's been his entire career. So I, I think I would have to go there. Yeah, probably so. All right, let's talk about the biggest snubs on the roster because that's a little bit more interesting. Uh, I think you can make the case for a couple of different people. Uh, I know Jalen Smith was making the case for himself on Twitter as a as a Pro Bowl snub. I kind of thought that was funny. Um, tell me who you think the biggest snub is on the Cowboys roster. Oh well, it's obviously Lael Collins. I mean, Lael Collins is maybe is it? Oh, without is a it doubt, that without a doubt, without a okay. Without I'll a make. Doubt. I I agree with you. I think Lyle should have made the Pro Bowl. I mean, I I think Lael Collins is. Biggest snub, I mean, let me, I think Lael Collins is is top three offensive tackle in all of football. I, I this really year, agree with you. like I, I mean, anybody wants to argue with me on that? That's fine. But I think anybody who's a top three offensive tackle—I mean, we're talking about this just this season. Yeah. Uh, I think anybody who's a top three offensive tackle obviously deserves to be at least an alternate. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think that's a no-brainer snub. Um, and but listen again, uh, you know, you and I both know the realities of Pro Bowl voting. Uh, I, am I surprised that this is happening? Not really, because that's. That's kind of yeah. how it is, is that you need to have one great season. Most, I think if you go back through history and look at Pro Bowl voting, most great players uh, don't have their first 
maybe their best seasons as Pro Bowl seasons because it usually takes it's normally the one the season year. to get one. on the radar, right? Yeah. And then the next year, you may have a mediocre year, but because you had a great year the previous year, people know your name and they vote for you. So I wouldn't be surprised if Lyle gets it next year. But to me, yeah, I mean, he's had one of the best seasons uh, uh, of, of an offense tackle in all of football. I 100% agree with you. Lyle should have made the Pro Bowl. Uh, but that's not the guy that I think is the biggest snub. I think it's Dak Prescott. Hmm. Uh, you look at some of the other quarterbacks that were n- named over him. Uh, Russell Wilson, I, I absolutely agree there. Russell's been fantastic. I think you can make the case that he should at least be an MVP consideration. Fine with that one. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, okay. He's on a team that might be the number one or number two seed. Uh, there's been some times where he's looked okay. His passer rating is still worse than Prescott's this year. Whatever. I don't understand the Drew Brees over Prescott. I mean, when Brees wasn't there, uh, that Saints team went undefeated. Uh, Brees has only played in nine games this year. Prescott has more passing yards. He has more passing touchdowns. Dak, Dak is second in the league in passing yards, third in the league in passing touchdowns. He's in the top three in QBR. He's in the top five in passer rating. Why Drew Brees over Prescott? I, I, I don't get it. Tell me that, Landon. Tell, tell me why our quarterback is not good enough to make the Pro Bowl. Because the Pro Bowl is not a very good judge of who's good in the NFL. I mean, that, that's, I agree, that's but the still, answer. I could get like, upset a little bit. I know you could right? get upset, but but again, like you, we have to understand that this is like this is not an efficient way to determine who the best players are in football. And if you're judging who the best players are in football by the Pro Bowl voting, uh, you know, stop it. Like because listen, I mean, beyond the fact that the Cowboys normally get way more attention along these lines and are normally over-selected in these process over the years. I I think that it's any time that you involve the larger fandom into voting on a site where anybody can go in and vote multiple times, it's the wild, wild west of, you know what I'm saying? There's no real rhyme or reason to any of that. So uh, I, I just don't think that you can take it too seriously because it's, it's really just a, it's it's kind of a more of a popularity contest than it really is I a judgment agree. on who has had the best season this year. Like you mentioned, that let's leave that more for the All Pro team. You know, some of the more uh, uh, elite aspects of, right. of, of of measurement. I mean, at least that that has like kind of a more I don't I wouldn't say scientific, but at least it's limited to experts in the field or you know, or and at least a kind of consistent group. So there's at least a little bit of consistency year to year. We're going to get to our all-pro picks in a second. Um, but really quickly, is there anybody else that you think deserved to make a Pro Bowl? Uh, Amari Cooper was snubbed. He is one of the few receivers over 1,000 yards this year. Uh, two Tampa Bay guys made it over him, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Um, Demarcus Lawrence, do you think he has a case? Is there, is there anybody else on either side of the ball that you think uh, should at least got some consideration. I think, yeah, I think Demarcus Lawrence deserved consideration. I mean, I I, 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 under, I understand that the numbers that people look at again for the Pro Bowl, you're going in like guys are looking at the. Li- I mean, I remember when I was 12. You go in there and you look at who had the who had the most sacks and you vote for that guy, right? Because he had the most sacks. That's the best defensive end this year. Okay, but why don't we do that with quarterbacks? Stack is second in passing yards and F. Well, well, whatever reason we again, don't care about again, passing yards Again, because it's a popular because because quarterback is a position that people pretend to understand. They don't even pretend. They don't even pretend to understand defensive line or offensive line play. No. They don't even want to pretend to understand. But they, everyone, you know, even people that don't watch football on a regular basis are experts on QB play and where people should be throwing the football and that sort of thing so 
you know, uh, <laughs> you're, you're nailing this, by the way. You're you're just crushing this. I mean, I've, uh, so you know, if that's that's where we are. I mean, that, but that's but that's. I mean, come on, we all knew that. Like every uh, yeah. every blowhard who's the Monday morning quarterback, all they're talking about is the quarterback because they because that's what they think the extent of their their knowledge is. No one's talking about the offensive line or defensive line play. No one's really debating that. They're all just debating. Oh, I, we should look at this stat for quarterbacks. So we should look at that stat we, for quarterbacks. Yeah, every Monday morning. Should we pay Dak Prescott thirty-five yeah, million? Okay. Has Dak Prescott's price gone up to forty million? Blah blah blah. Uh, I don't think Demarcus Lawrence's name has ever been mentioned on a uh, a network show. It's it's been kind of incredible. Well, ex- right, unless, unless it's time to talk about w- will the Cowboys sign Demarcus Lawrence? Yeah, will, will, will they ever time. get? When is this contract going to get done? And then it's done. It's That's like true. never hear from again. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely true. That's great. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come right back. All right, Landon. Uh, in a couple of weeks, they're going to do some all-pro voting. And before the show, we were kind of talking about this. Um, this is actually something I do care about because when it comes time to uh, get to the Hall of Fame or when you're debating yeah. um, certain players against one another, all-pro is normally the, one of the first things I go to look at. Uh, I actually like to go back and look at you know the last 20 years of the all-pro teams. To just get a sense of who were the best players of the decade. Um, so I do care about this. Is there anybody from the Cowboys roster this year that you think deserves uh, a pro, or an all-pro nomination or consideration? Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I think. I mean, I think Lael Collins <laughs> deserves an all-pro nom- uh, I, uh, consideration. See, that's. I would say that's the one of all the players that the, the Cowboys have that I would cast my vote for i mean right? if i could pick one player i think it would be Lyle. brett maher is the he's a kicker that uh <laughs> my gosh i want poor brett maher uh, uh, i mean i'm sure the cowboys fans are ready to put kai forbath in there so i guess yeah. no i Kai forbath or whatever randall cobb and amari cooper i think him. i think Lyle. i think zach obviously i mean there's no reason zach shouldn't be considered um, I think Tyron Smith should be in the conversation, though I don't think he's necessarily been the best left tackle in football this year. But he's, yeah, it hasn't been his best year, but it's but still, still really, yeah, really it's good. still all pro consideration worthy. I sure. would say. Yeah, I, I think there's some better guys out there. Our uh, Armstead, or uh, what's his name from from the New Orleans Saints, has been really good. Teron Armstead. Yeah. he's been really good. He's been really uh, good. David Bakhtiari. David Bakhtiari has you know, has continued to not get a, not get called for holding, so he's fantastic. Okay, sure. Um, <laughs> Packer fan. I know we have a people, a couple Packer fans that listen to this. They're going to be so upset right now. Well, guys, just hold on, and we'll get a couple more holding jokes in. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, I you know I think I think those are the guys. I mean, I mean, I think Demarcus Lawrence has been good, but I don't know that he's been you know consideration for All Pro good. I think uh, Byron Jones has been. Uh, good as good, well, but but, but last year. yeah, and so I think it's and again I I think it's tough with a cornerback like you know there's it's 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 a difficult it, that's a that's a difficult uh, group to kind of parse you know because there's so many different styles and uh, defenses I, I think that's a difficult group to parse so I, I would not be surprised if he didn't make it either yeah I I kind of would be surprised if the Cowboys do get a All Pro nomination this year just because I, I, while I think Lyle deserves it. He probably won't get it. It's kind of hard to believe that last year Dallas had five all-pro players between Zach Martin, Tyron, Ezekiel Elliott, Byron Jones, and Leighton Vandrash. It's just kind of hard to believe that uh, we could go from five to zero the next year. Uh, going to be interesting. We'll make sure we fill you guys in once we hear that news. Again, that should be announced in the next couple of days or so, uh, and we will 
continue to update you guys on that story. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to be here debating and arguing about this Cowboys-Eagle game. We're going to make our predictions. We're going to talk about some of the matchups on both sides of the ball. Make sure you guys tune in for that. Uh, and that's it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Landon at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys. And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you next time.